take all the shoulds, all the noise, all the everything that gets piled onto us and we have that moment connection with ourselves is bringing the joy because the disappointment for me from my journey in my 20s say was about looking for joy outside of myself. Hey, I'm Ronia Sakata, founder of the Joy Academy and queen of joy. That's how my friends call me. It's so important to me that my life is full of joy and that I enjoy every moment because I know how fast it could be over. We can do so many things to bring joy in our lives, to create joy. And that's what this podcast is all about. I talk with people and they tell me how they bring joy to their everyday life and how they create a life full of joy. So let's dive right in and please tell me after the episode what your takeaway is from this talk. Welcome to another episode of the Let's Create Joy podcast with Katie Henry. I'm so happy to have you here. And um, there are sirens going by. Let's start, as always, who are you? What do you do? And then what's most interesting, how do you create joy for your everyday life? And what brings you joy? Right, I may forget one of those, but hello and thank you so much for having me here. Um, It's really wonderful to come and speak. So I'm Katie Henry, I am based in the UK. And what I do is really interesting because I have changed a little over the last couple of years. So I am a five element acupuncture practitioner and have been for 20 years. I have a natural healthcare centre in the Midlands, um, which actually I have a team who run that and it's brilliant. It's multidisciplinary. I um, And I've just taken a couple of years off sabbatical. So I've had lots of big life changes um, and I went off in a motorhome for a few months just to give myself some space. Um, And I'm coming back and I'm just coming back in to do some work. So I've created a um, online course called, uh, well, it's Activating Advances, the business that I've got. And it's all around connecting in with our energy systems. So as an acupuncturist, I work with this incredible life force that we have within us. And I have created a 12 pathway program so that we can have a self practice. Because of course, we can go to therapists to help and support our system. But I wanted to create something that allowed people to help support themselves. I think there's a, and there's a really interesting part of that conversation, but so I have an online program and I am just coming back to work with women in fertility in a different way. So I helped for years, helped women get pregnant and they wanted to have their babies much longed for. And I was an acupuncturist who would help support that journey. And now, um, due to part of my own journey, I'm looking to help women who are post childbearing age, or they've had, they've created their family, they may have created their business, and they're now looking to create the life for themselves. You know, and there's a whole thing for women about what we do, when we do, how we give to others. 
And actually at some point we come and we say, right, okay, what about me? What about me? Mm. What about me? Yeah, and I would love for that to be earlier in women's lives, but you know, but I'm here to support women on their fertility journey to create their life. Because How beautiful we, is that? Yes. It's oh and it's really beautiful. So um so that is what I do. And it's a very tentative sort of tentative in terms of I'm coming back into the new season of my life and creating joy and a life in a much different way with a very different focus. Because um, of course, since I knew I was coming to speak with you, I've been thinking about joy. And it's really interesting for me to go back to a time when the, so my partner had children and I met them when they were one and two. Um, I'm sorry, I should say my ex-partner now, but his children were one and two when I met them. And the laughter that we had and the joy that we shared, I think there's nothing more magical than being around young children when they're in full play and, and there's a real lightness to their joy. Um, and I can get really caught up in the idea that I'm quite serious. Now I'm, I'm a more mature woman. And actually what brings me joy are still the same things, but it's a, it sort of feels different. I mean, what is joy and what does it feel like? So my joy comes mainly from being in nature, being with people in conversation, in connection, celebrating and seeing people shine. Um, just that moment of spontaneous laughter or being held in a space with others, I think. I can get equal joy actually on my own and with others. Watching a beautiful sunrise. I think I would sum it up as being in the moment and having time for the moment. And there was another bit to your question and I'm not sure if I've answered it or <laughs> I've got it. So yeah, what, what brings you joy and how do you create joy? Because what brings you joy can be something, but like creating it is, is so magical. I think when we are aware how we create joy, then we can create joy if we need it. Yes. So we're like self-sufficient, you know? <laughs> yes. Okay. So we, we are not um, relying on circumstances. Of course, it's mm -hmm. easier when the circumstances are brilliant, but if not, yes. you just, when you know how you create joy for yourself, I think that's such a powerful thing. Isn't it? God. And so if I were to think about that, I think the joy for me comes, creating joy is around creating space. Um, and, and from that, I mean, there's a space that you create to take all the shoulds, all the noise, all the everything that gets piled onto us. And we have that moment, connection with ourselves is bringing the joy. Because the disappointment for me from my journey in my 20s, say, was about looking for joy outside of myself. And the reality is, is the joy comes from within. Um, yeah, and, and certainly in terms of my mental health journey, there was an awful lot of, in my twenties, I had a lot of sadness and depression and, and there were, of course, there were moments of joy in that, but I, it's almost like I gave my joy away 
to other people. So, so as I am in the moment, I think I can create joy just in remembering who I am and how blessed I am in terms of I'm privileged and I won't say blessed more than privileged and that I get to choose. And that is most definitely the part of how I create joy, choosing and consciously choosing every moment. Because the lack of joy is at the points when we don't feel connected to ourselves, in my opinion. There we go. So, yeah, and it's it's surrounded by people or all alone it's the same it's not the same mm -hmm. but it's the same because you can be alone on, and feel so lonely and desperate and there is no joy in that but like creating the space for you to be alone but in a in a very nourishing um oh, yeah. beautiful way then it's like oh that's such a good moment <laughs> isn't it oh it really is and i think there's nothing more heartbreaking than being in a surrounded by people and feeling lonely yeah that's the worst yeah but also there i think you can create a space for being like safe or even having joy in a surrounding where you feel like mm, i'm not so connected but okay. then i suggest just leave if it's work run yes. if it's a party <laughs> go home yes just, yeah but is it is it the age thing that we we overstep our own feelings and intuition and boundaries when we're younger and then when we're older we don't give a fuck and just yeah. go home or what what is it I think that's an interesting question and so for me oh i'm not sure i think because it feels as if i've done an awful lot of work to get here so there were, there were key parts for me which I knew, and I've always been quite joyful. And from a five element um, acupuncture point of view, I'm a fire type, which is about joy. So I'm either in joy and or lack of joy. So, and there's a very distinct um, difference in that. What happened for me was my, when I hit 30 and I discovered acupuncture as a profession, I went to study and it really gave me purpose and I and that brought me huge amounts of joy and that sense of self I felt I had a sense of purpose so my depression it was a really different experience for me once I was on my path my soul path then I was absolutely in a beautiful place if I knew that I brought you know I was doing something that was worthwhile and it brought me a lot of joy and it also brought people immense joy because more often than not people would have their babies which is so important for people I think there's a whole thing around fertility I could talk about but the pain of that but also if people weren't going to be having able to have children the work that we did led them to a place where they felt okay with their choice that they were able to move on with a life without children. And there, of course there was sadness around that, but it wasn't, a, you weren't sort of, there wasn't a doom and gloom about that. There was the heartbreak, but then there's the moving on into joy. So does it mean that I, right, I want to go to that idea of that we 
have an age thing and we stop being joyful because I was really really surprised at 47 so 17 years in living with the man that I adored you know having a business that was fantastic and not only served me and my patients but also many many other people I mean we'd treat thousands of people a month and the business was growing doing well um you know, but then there was something in me that shifted and changed. And joy, I was looking for something different. And so there was a really different energy in that. There wasn't a, an energy of depression or not loving myself, which had been my experience in my 20s. But there was that real searching for something more. It coincided with menopause, my partner's children sort of growing up and empty nesting and we had a different responsibility within the parenting so that part of going and what's next what's for me because I think we as women particularly but actually I think this is shifting and changing for men we dedicate our lives in the early years to making sure everyone else is okay and at some point yeah, it shifted for me. I, I knew that I didn't want to help people have babies anymore. And that was a really turmoil thing because I thought it brings so much joy. And why was it not bringing me the same level of joy? So that was a really interesting time. So which is what led me off to go and adventure. And then, of course, my soul spoke to me and went, what my soul wants to find joy is adventure. <laughs> it wants spontaneity it wants that part of not to have a diary that yeah I had I called my adventure no plans or expectations you know it was that real going back to adventuring not knowing where I was going to sleep at night other than in my motorhome I didn't know where I was going to park up. I didn't have anything in my diary that I needed to do at any time. I just went from 15, you know, years of running back-to-back -back appointments. I'd have 40 appointments a week seeing people. It brought me joy, but at some point I just went, I want something different. I wanted that freedom that it was like an unraveling and there's real joy in, I mean, it scares the shit out of most people, actually. If I if I talk to people and I would say I was going off traveling, they'd be, um, they'd be like, oh, that's amazing. I really, really want to do that. And their eyes would tell me, you're absolutely crazy. Why would you want to go and do that? You know? You leave a business which is successful. Mm, well, and thankfully, because I, did try to sell my business, but what for whatever reason it wasn't happening. And I tried for you know a good two, three years to sell it. And up until last year I was trying to sell it. <laughs> but um I've had a journey with my business as well. I mean I had an amazing team who were able to, to carry it through. So it carried on growing whilst I wasn't there, which is actually the definition of a business as a business owner you have a business that works without you grows without you you know so um 
but yeah but just it was like the tentacles of going where am I going to go I, my soul absolutely craved that freedom and I love that now it takes I have to sort of build courage but I know that I want to go exploring I know that being in that real diary system of same thing day in, day out, doesn't feed myself. And of course, there are things that I do that I want to do that. But um, yeah, I felt such joy and relief in it. When I came off the Euro tunnel in my van and I turned right and I had no idea, I just, was going to find a spot to park and gather myself and just the tears of relief I felt like I'd been let out of a cage somehow and that doesn't mean to say that I didn't love my business or the man who I'd loved for 20 plus years my it was for me and I think that's the beauty of change we don't have to stay where we are even though and it's it's even better when we leave out of just a choice and not running away from something or because it was bad i mean i was teaching for 12 years i loved it i loved it i loved my students i loved the team i loved this the place the school was I didn't love the, the, the testing, you know, and the, yeah. like the teaching and then you have to memorize it and then you have to pass a test and I have to mark the test. That's what, that was the worst thing. Yeah. But I, I just closed this chapter of my life with a smile and a, and a, do you say yeah. that in English too, a crying and a laughing eye? In German, yeah. in German, there is this expression, if you leave somewhere like happy, to go somewhere Have else, choice. but you're sad that it's over. Mm -hmm. So it's a very positive, um, positive state to be in when you change your life. And isn't yeah. it? Really is. I'm wondering if there is a particular thing. I can't think of a particular expression, but certainly in that moving on and there's a real skill in it. I don't feel I'm particularly letting go of things easily I hold on for way too long um, and maybe that's part of my creating joy in my choices now I'm making more conscious choices and I have the space to do that then I'm thinking through and I'm able to leave or move on sooner I'm not too sure and that maybe is something about age you know um, I, I really want to go back to what you said earlier about whether or not it's an age thing. And I think there's certainly an appreciation as we get older that a whole load of the stuff we used to worry about doesn't matter. We give less fucks, definitely. Yeah. And that's not to say that it's disrespectful of other people's feelings, thoughts and feelings. But I just don't believe that we hold ourselves in that pain anymore. Oh, I certainly don't. So I think I've gone off track a bit now. No, no, no. So at bring all. me back on track. Come on. Not at all. <laughs> I just was, was thinking if if you just stay on the wrong track for your soul, you get ill or have a burnout. That's really, and I don't want to be offensive to anybody who had a burnout, but if you're really honest, 
to yourself you just went into the wrong direction with the wrong mm -hmm. intention or for too long i yeah. yeah with the teaching i would have loved to stop a year earlier yeah because it was like uh like the mm -hmm. last bit was like mm, i don't want to go anymore but i wanted to finish up you know yeah. class and just mm -hmm. do it right for me that it's it's like a round thing to go then but yeah i think we have to be careful with the signs and the ideas and the messages we get from our body and our soul like i don't want to go there anymore like a yeah. little <laughs> toddler tantrum thing and oh, fantastic. we better listen yes yeah yeah absolutely we should and i think so my mum was diagnosed with cancer in 2016 um, and I can remember before her diagnosis, so in March, I went on some training and I was tired and ill and I knew at that point I needed a break. So in 2016, I didn't go on my travels till 2018. So I had two years of looking for ways out. I mean, Tony and I at that time were trying to sell the house to downsize so that we could create more financial freedom for us to have some exploration um, and so that we didn't have to work full time. So we were planning that, but in that process, you know, as it unraveled, as it took that time, we were both paddling upstream, knowing we wanted to shift it and change it. And, um, but on reflection, you know, it all works out in the best possible way. It just does. We're, you know, we're ready. And I and I want to go back to that idea of burnout because I really resisted. I still resist. I will not put myself in the burnout category because I think it's an overused word that people will talk about burnout and think they can fix it in a weekend. They can go and have a spa day or a week's holiday. But actually at the point of burnout, it takes months if not years to fully restore your energy into balance and here I am I thought I'd have six months off it took me two years to be at the stage where I wanted to come back into work um and I just and I would still say that I didn't have burnout even though I used to do a 90-hour week and you don't need a title for that and it's no. overuse or a trendy word for um, mm. saying I I can't do that anymore yeah yes but there are so many layers i mean yeah aren't I, there yes there really really are and i and i would say i i want to go just back to that idea of there was a part so in my 20s i was um on and off antidepressants so i had very little self-confidence although i would appear quite confident i would have a real internal voice that would say i was you know wasn't doing my best or I wasn't good enough or whatever and it was the finding my sole purpose in the fertility work that really strengthened me and gave me that real place of knowing that I was contributing to the world in a positive way um, and that's not to say that the work I did with families with children at risk wasn't good before but at that point when I knew I was on my soul's path and it was just like everything just slotted in and just went this is what I'm here to do 
that is such a joyful place. And I think so many people make do because society tells us, and I know it's different in the UK, that we need to have a house, that we need to have, yeah, we need to own this, we need to do, we need to have the car, we need to have the marriage, whatever it is. And there is something about really, there's something, it's pure bliss when you are in your soul's purpose. Do you have any advice for somebody who thinks now, ha, 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 I don't know what my soul's first purpose is and um, it sounds nice, but how can I find it, please? <laughs> well, yes, because I've just been trying to do that for the last two years, three years, whatever it is that I've been in this part of knowing that that bit was done. I'm going this minute. Okay, how do we do this? The bit that I want to say is we take the noise out. That's what it is. It's about being in, oh, how do I say that? Because it can be walking in nature, it can be doing meditation, it can be journaling, it can be whatever it is. But it's having time, removing the shoulds and having time with peace with yourself. I think, which sounds really simple, but it's not. It's that, well, it can be. I mean, or maybe it's the other bit of having the courage just to trust your instincts, just to really trust yourself. I think, I, yeah, I mean, that education system that, or even the society that tells us we need to do A, B, C, and D. Acupuncture wasn't anywhere in my vocabulary when I was growing up. I didn't know much about it. I knew I wanted to be in a caring profession. But had I taken that journey of nursing, which I wanted to do at 18 and got rejected from the school, then I would have been in a very fixed career. I might have had lots of progression within it, but I wouldn't have become the businesswoman that I am. I wouldn't have been able to invest in people. I wouldn't have had the freedom to create my life in the way that I have. But it takes, it, it takes removing the noise and learning to trust yourself. That's How do I do that? Oh. <laughs> um, Okay, so we strip away the layers of conditioning. That's what we do. Easier said than done. Yeah. But if we look at it and we look at young people, if we look at young children, they have sheer joy being in the present moment. They, you know, and they're determined with their getting up. So when they're learning to walk, they fall down, they get back up again. And we have these skills within us, and yet we numb them. So we numb them with alcohol, with busy, with um, drugs, with social media, with all sorts of things. So it's that finding peace, finding connection, and even just starting with the little gratitude, noticing the bits in your day that you choose. And we're always making choices from the food we put in our body to the people we spend time with, to the books we read, to the, you know, places we visit. You know, 
there's it's little bits and everyone thinks that there's this huge moment when it descends upon us and we go hooray we found it isn't it's that coming into and always I think just I was going to say challenging ourselves but taking a moment just to try new things you know I don't know I'm interested how did you find your purpose yeah, that's so, so funny. I know so many people, you know, they did first one business and then they evolved in the real thing. And I, I learned, I studied food engineering. So I was always interested in machines and technical processes, but also food, like the, the grown vegetables, you can do funny things not then afterwards in the factory. And um, then I started producing salad dressing, Japanese salad dressing for a Japanese um, restaurant owner. And he asked me, would you please produce my salad dressing professionally? Mm -hmm. And I said, well, I don't know anything after university, but I can try to find a, a way from A to B to C to D. And that was a lot of fun to, to organize the whole production and, and, and scale up the recipe that it still uh, tastes the same as in the restaurant and so on and then people ask me like what do I have to take care of when I'm in Japan what is important what can I say or don't say or just questions about Japan and because I met my 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 husband 20 years ago in Japan and um, I, I did an internship there for my studies that's why yes. I went for a half a year mm -hmm. and I learned Japanese very quickly and I just felt so at home in Japan and I'm so in love with this country since I'm a child. So I always wanted to go to Japan. I had nothing to, I didn't plan for finding me the best husband ever. <laughs> Congratulations was, uh, though. That was destiny. So um, yeah, I think when people ask you how, can, can you help me with this and that, you find like the, the Japan business just grew out of that. And then I did events and then I did, um, they asked me, we want to learn Japanese. So I learned everything about online business because of an ebook I wanted to write. And then I built this Japanese course. And I've, I, I really realized how much I love this online work. I love to yeah. learn myself online because I don't have to go anywhere. I can do it whenever I want. I can watch a video as many times as I want. I don't have to take notes like a maniac yeah. or the teacher is just like clearing out the, the notes already. I'm like, hey, I'm not done yet. <laughs> so I love this online learning and I produced this, this Japanese course and it was so much fun and so much joy. And yeah, like during that time, I felt like the calling of joyful living, like when people, that was when I was um, commuting to, to the school in the morning, very early, like after six o'clock in the morning in, in the tram in this little train in Zurich, people were, everybody was like this, not yet on the smartphone, like with a with newspaper. And I thought, well, you look, you look like you get killed at the main station down there what's wrong with us we are living in mm. paradise i mean switzerland is beautiful we are so spoiled and blessed but mostly mm. spoiled 
if the train is running late for one minute, we're so upset. Yeah, they're late again. Mm. Like, come on. And yeah. then I felt really the calling of, of doing something for having more joy. And as I told you in other um, conversations, my friends started to die when I was 17. And, and I think really the, the, the moment where I decided I go all in with my life to just do whatever I want was when, when my sister's best friend died when she was 25 because of a heart attack that was like oh wow now now i'm done with doing anything for anybody just because i have to or should do like yeah. kick out the shoulds and the and the and the let's do it i have to do it quickly or just the mm -hmm. things which are not exciting yes and then i started with a pro i had a really cool coaching i booked for myself and I thought I need a coaching, you know, degree mm -hmm. and, and do that Swiss yes. style. We need uh, papers with stamps and uh, mm -hmm. looking important to feel the proof that I can do something. Yes. And this American coach just told me, no, come on, just set up a, a program and and okay. and look what's happening and evolve from mm -hmm. there and learn and grow. So, yeah, and then the joy business was parallel. And then I felt like with your mm -hmm with your business like it's it's over it's i'm done yeah and now it's on my west on my german website it's still still there but like in yeah. the corner and my mm -hmm. goal is that my assistant who built up a beautiful platform with a japanese immersion kind of learning you know that mm -hmm. you just read japanese and yes. listen to japanese and then you can switch to the english page or the german page they built up this business with my Japanese friend and another Japanese friend here in Switzerland. So my goal is to give my course to them when they're ready. Yes. And then mm -hmm. maybe I get the share from yeah. every sale. But at the moment, the Japan business is dead because of Corona. Nobody's yeah. traveling. Nobody. Mm -hmm. It's like the joy business pushed me over the edge. Like no Japanese yes. money coming in. So you better get into. Yes. And then the podcast came out of this and yeah, a lot of beautiful, beautiful things. Mm -hmm. And isn't it? And there's that part of we're even talking about the business and the sole purpose work. There's that. Um, you've always struck me as somebody who embraces joy in such a way, embraces life, I think. And joy couldn't be a better word for you, I think. I. You know, and this brings me joy, seeing people really shine in what it is that they do. You know, um, Patricia with her feng shui is absolutely in her zone of just brilliance. And I think, and, and it also is allowed to morph and grow and shift and change. So I have literally only in the last couple of weeks come back to that idea that fertility work for women beyond childbearing is my work. And I feel like I've come full circle because I've just, and yeah, I've just come back. I've gone off, had a little explore and I've come back into the place. And there is something really beautiful about when we fit in our bodies, if we're talking about soul purpose, then it's the part when 
we're in our bodies and we're not looking externally for validation, I think, is we know it in our hearts. And part of the fertility work, part of that soul expression for me is when our heart and womb are connected. So, and this is my work then. So this is absolutely my work of, we find our sole purpose when we are, I'm gonna use the word aligned and I think it's completely overused. Yeah, but it's a beautiful word. It's a really, it really, really is. Word. And it's aligned, it, mm. it makes so much sense. Doesn't it? And so for me, when we have, when we are aligned, we have, we have in Chinese medicine um, or in, yeah, in acupuncture, we have a meridian pathway that runs from our perineum all the way up the front of our body to the, just to our chin, and it's called the conception vessel. And we have a governor vessel, which is, so the front's the yin, the back is the yang, yang. Um, and that runs from the base of the spine all the way up over the top of the head to sit in the front of the thing. When our energy is flowing in beautiful rhythm, when everything is connected, we're connected heaven and earth, sun and moon within. So we have this, it's connecting and in alignment, body, mind, spirit. And of course, everyday life comes in and takes us off track a little bit. But if we are in line with ourselves, with nature, with the, the heaven and earth within us, but also the heaven and earth outside of us, then that is the most beautiful state of being. Um, and that's actually what my energetic self-success system is about, is about bringing people into their own alignment, not in a way of just mind work, because we need to be in alignment, body, mind, spirit. And of course, my way isn't the only way for people because we're each on our own journey. But having that connection with ourselves and knowing, making the choice to be, is what brings us joy. I mean, you made a choice at 17 to have joy in your life, to live each moment in that moment to be the best it can be. And that just, I'm guessing that, well, it doesn't mean that you don't get sad or you're not grief or you don't get angry or frustrated or whatever, but you're choosing to override or choosing to feel the feeling and let it go, I would imagine, so that you can come back to joy. Absolutely. And, mm. and within this state, it can be a very boring, normal day, but it doesn't matter. You know, you, you have this travel travel gene and you want to go places. I like to go to Japan. I got, like to go to the mountains and I like to get to see the sea, but like not every year, like I'm not this travel, you know, the travel soul. I totally get it when you have it, but yeah. at the moment it's a lot easier if you don't, or if you're not yes. like, ah, I need to go away. Mm -hmm. But um yeah, like getting to know yourself better and better, what you need for being mm -hmm. joyful and in, in this balance. Also, yes. like having time for yourself, even if you have little kids, how mm -hmm. do you create this time for yourself? How do you fill your cup? 
as you yes. know yourself better and better, you can get mm -hmm. into this flow state on purpose. Think, and then you're yes. free. Then you're then you're like mm -hmm. again not relying on circumstances. Mm -hmm. Yes. It makes me think of Nelson Mandela and how for all the years that he was in his cell and remained free in his body, mind and spirit. Yes. Yeah, and it wouldn't That's a have real, just been a real, real accomplishment. Like if you have yeah. a beautiful, happy life, it's yeah. just so so easy. Yes. And it is a and is a choice. And I'm and I'm really mindful when I say that, that actually there are so many people who live in different experience as a white privileged middle class white woman you know i i have huge privilege and part of my mental health struggle was the disconnect between knowing that i was privileged and still feeling unhappy or uncertain of myself or whatever and there were reasons for that and um and i don't want to deny myself my journey on that but in the same way that, you know, we need to recognize that actually, I don't live, I live in fear as a woman walking down the street, you know, in terms of how being approached and disrespected by majority, majorly men, you know, that's been my experience as growing up as a woman. But equally, I haven't lived in a violent home as a child, my parents were together and loved each other, they provided for me. I think I want to be really mindful. It's not as simple as, you know, you make a decision. It can be as simple as you make a decision, but I'm really aware for everyone who listens that we each have our own unique individual story. And part of that is coming to accept and being and finding the joy I think in the simple things in life so how many people in lockdown have discovered outdoors you know I think just going and spending and it doesn't have to be long but 20 minutes on grass on the earth connecting with the earth that has this incredible life force can and being in that moment not thinking about hundred things on your to-do list that if you're anything like me you create a to-do list and put things you've already done on so you can cross them off just for the sheer satisfaction but being present in that moment and noticing you know and my travel can be my best moments can be two minutes down the road I am I'm living by a river at the moment so or it can be on a mountain top, mountain tops space for me, and knowing where we decompress. What I want to say though around that is because I hear a lot of women with children who will stay up late because they want some time on their own. Um, so when they're doing things at one o'clock in the morning, because it's the only time they get to themselves. And so there's a real part of me that wants to encourage women to ask themselves sooner what it is that they want and then get really good at asking for what it is that they want. Because I think that 
if I were to go and say anything to my younger self, it would be to say that what I want matters and that it's okay for me to ask for what I want. I may not always get what I want, but at least start that dialogue, you know. Mika was just this morning, she, she was eating um, or, or just sipping her milk and she said, can I have my favorite spoon? And I said, well, I gave you that. She doesn't like our silver spoons, the cutlery for my grandparents. So I gave her already a different one. And she said, oh, I'm sorry. I said, no, ask for what you want. And here you go. Like, why shouldn't we have our favorite spoon for breakfast? And I really, yeah, I really think these little, not important at all moments are so freaking important to feel like, oh yeah, I can ask and maybe some other morning we're in a rush or whatever, like, can mm -hmm. I, can you please just take this spoon, whatever, but yes. yeah, asking for what you want. I told her, if you ask for what you want, you, the, prob the probability mm -hmm. to get it is just so much yes. higher. So let's ask for what we yes. want. Yeah, and, and isn't that just acknowledging in that part of when we have space in our lives it's much easier to hear those requests and hear the the requests from within i think you know um and it is it's unlearning and relearning how we can start asking and i do i feel really hopeful for our younger generations because I think there's such movement and change in just the confidence within younger women today. Yeah, and it's a it's a dichotomy, isn't it? I'm not sure that's the right word, but because we have such serious mental health issues in young people today, and yet there are beautiful examples of parents who are absolutely having those different relationships with their children. Who are, who are able to have that space around the school time. I mean, I, never, I didn't do it, so. And, and I was never perfect. I'd be up at 6.30 in the morning, out the door, rushing out, and didn't have time to listen to my partner at the time. And, and if I, I, it is how it is, but giving myself time and the people I really love about the time to have those conversations, to ask those questions, and just to sit and be in that gestation of ideas, really, and hearing what people want is really important without ego, because of course that's the other part, that if we're not in alignment, connected and whole and self-joyful, <laughs> You know, if, if we haven't got that self-love, then we are putting our own insecurities into our relationships with everyone. You know. And there's a real, yeah, I don't know if it's age or, but there's a real beauty in knowing that I'm okay. I have never felt as loved as I have in the last three years. Wow. It's beautiful, just, and I include my ex in that. He and I have the most beautiful friendship now. I absolutely 
feel we're family to each other. So there's real love. And I have that with my friendships, with my family, with him, with just, I really, really feel loved and appreciated. And I don't know, I'm not sure if that comes because it comes from me first. Quite That's probably. That's a big trick and the big curse to say, isn't it? Do I really have to love myself first? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. And making choices for ourselves. And that can be as simple as how we like our tea. And let's face it, I'm British. So we're really, really good at, you know, stiff upper lip and not, what's the word? Yeah, saying, excuse me, or sorry, apologizing for things that are just, you know, not helpful. I just had a friend um, over for a visit and she's from the Netherlands, but she lives in Wales for many years now. And she, I offered her, I don't know what, and then she said, are you okay? And that's just, she explained me in, in the UK, you have to ask three times mm -hmm. and say no three times. And then if you say yes for the fourth time or the third time then it means really that you want to do that and I said okay let's let's just if I <laughs> offer you something you say yes you get it don't we don't do these yeah. steps and and Swiss people are are like that too I think like or or in the earlier days like my grandparents that was like the kind of thing if you go, go over to a friend's house you don't say yes if you're invited to dinner you say no three times and then if they still insist Like, oh, life is so complicated if we have these rules. Yeah. Whereas actually, if we're doing honest communication with ourselves and it's okay for us to ask what we want and say no to the things that we don't want, then we're unleashing ourselves from, you know, a really restrictive life. And, and then if I put my acupuncture head on, there is such insidious restriction will create imbalance in the body and over time that builds up and it creates real disharmony within our bodies our organs our bodies that just everything and it restricts our life it, it restricts us and it will minimize our life expectancy it will i mean our I'm reading The Way of Heaven again, which is a beautiful Chinese classic around how we live and the seasons we live through. And this idea of actually when we live in balance with nature and in line with nature, then we have a hundred year span. That's our, you know, that's our span in good health. There's none of that, you know, by 70, 80, you're struggling to do a, B, C, and D, that we have this beauty. And it's only by putting pressures on our body and not living in line with our seasons that we, you know, struggle and become ill. And I'm guessing, I mean, you've, your grandparents, is it, have that beautiful space in the mountains? They, my, my grandfather bought this. this yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. And I just think if you look at that as the beauty of, a natural life, walking, being out in the fresh air, you know, having to provide very simply for yourself. 
there isn't all that we think we're out looking for things we can get and it's the simplicity that is and living in harmony with our body and in line with our purpose that brings us joy yes how amazing to have a business that supports you financially and does however many figures but that that isn't the bit that brings you joy and I know that because I have a multi-six figure business and it didn't continue to bring me joy yeah but you listened you listened you you pulled the brake and and you went on your adventure I remember your social Mm. media posts like yeah look at her so cool yeah with Miss Gertie yeah absolutely and it was finding and I continue to do it and I think that's the other part of it isn't it we can get really caught up in this is my forever I want to do this for forever and actually we don't we're forever moving and shifting and changing circumstances change so it's the permission giving isn't it we can ask for what we want and we can say no to things that we don't want And And we can stop caring what other people think of us because Mm. somebody will find you weird or Mm -hmm. inappropriate or... Absolutely. And let's hope so. My mum used to say to me, you know, you know, if everybody likes you, then there's something not quite right. Yeah, and I couldn't get that because as a fire type in Chinese medicine, what people think about me really, really matters to me. So I can notice if people give me a particular look or something, I can go from up here, giddy joy, and plummet into, I used to, I don't know, um, because I, I would attach so much to what people were thinking about me into my state of being and whether or not I was lovable enough or good enough. or um, And that shift and change when I'm noticing what's, what do I notice about it? And actually the people, I'm surrounded by people who love me and I love them equally. And it's the, it's the best feeling, really, really is. And we make choices. And then when you are, as you said in the beginning, like creating space brings you joy. Like if you are in a space where you chose your friends wisely and you have a good relationship with your family, you run into beautiful people wherever you go because you just attract the right people. Do you know this? <laughs> we, we need to wrap it up more beautifully, but I like this saying, if, the, if you meet only assholes the whole day or like over weeks, only assholes around you, maybe you're an asshole, you know, like. Fantastic. That's, that's so, it's so simple, but when I'm grumpy, for sure there is like a grumpy line in supermarket or somebody bumps into me and yells at me like, oh, and I can't say, if I'm grumpy, that's really like, oh no, it's such an unfortunate um, state to be in. Mirror. It's, it's it? totally okay. And uh, I can be grumpy or sad or, or, mm-hmm. or angry, but um, yeah, it, it, you're you're like a magnet in Mm. in the world it's just yes it really is and I think and I think there is that part isn't there of just having that it and joy because I think of joy and I think of that giddy laughter and that squealing when you're playing blowing bubbles you know one of my most beautiful memories is 
the children used to love that place. So when they first went in the sea and when they were blowing bubbles and we just have this really spontaneous thing. But of course, we also need the quiet time. And there is equally as much joy and perfection in that moment. Um, and it's when we choose. So we're not staying. Balance and harmony comes when we allow that flow to happen. And that's, for me, what brings us joy and balance and harmony and just, it's a beautiful thing to explore, isn't it? I mean, this for me is joy. For me too. And you really? kind of said your like your message to the world already. That's like how I, I how how I like to finish up a, a conversation. What is your message to the whole wide world? Because it's it's possible that the whole wide world watches this video or listens to our episode. So I I would just invite people to come back to themselves. To, to really learn to trust yourself because you are your greatest teacher, advocate and, and know that you're constantly making choices. The little choices are the ones that matter. That's how you find your sole purpose. Yeah. Thank you so much, Katie, for this Thank you. beautiful conversation. It was so nice to connect. Um, online, that's why it's possible because of thank you internet, but I would love yes. to see you in real life again. It was, it's five years ago or, or six years ago, I think. Six years, yeah, I believe. Yes. So yes, we can make that happen because yes. we're making choices. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> thank you so much. So, thank you. Have it's a wonderful. beautiful day and um, yeah, we connect. Yes. Bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. I hope this episode inspired you big time to take care of yourself and to create joy for yourself in your everyday life because the everyday life is just the biggest part of your, our life. So let's have a good one and let's create joy and have fun and also have a lot of energy. And for that, I have a gift for you. The Golden Bubble Meditation is such a great easy simple meditation where you fill yourself with golden energy and you can download it on joyismycompass.com slash golden bubble meditation joyismycompass.com slash golden bubble meditation and just download it and try it it's so good for feeling energized fully tanked with golden energy and also protected from the outside if you need that it's really really impressing what our mind can create like it our feelings change and as our feeling changes and we feel safe and protected and as i said energized the surrounding and the circumstances can change just because you feel amazing and content and safe and you will you will recognize the difference and I'm very curious how the meditation works for you please tell me I'm I'm super happy if you reach out to me and tell me about your experience have fun on joyismycompass.com slash golden bubble meditation 
I'm happy to hear from you. Have a great, great day or evening wherever you are in the world. Love you. Bye bye.